Hey, hey, friends, welcome to the Lens of Faith podcast. The Holy Spirit has put a burning message on my heart and in my spirit, and He just won't let it go. So today I'm going to talk about our earthly purpose. You know, we don't want to be so heaven-focused that we do no earthly good. Far too many Christians stay comfortable holding tight to their golden ticket, what I call your golden ticket to heaven, while the lost perish and go to hell. I'm in some circles of mature believers who constantly talk about the rapture, you know, the end times, and leaving this earth for that better place in the sky. You know, the crazier that our world becomes, the more evil things that happen, and, you know, all the division, and, you know, now the world is calling evil good and good evil. The more that happens in our culture and the worse that it looks, the more that I hear believers talk about, you know, we just can't wait to go to heaven. We can't wait to get out of here. And even though I get that anticipation, there's so much more that we need to be focused on. You know, why are we on this earth? Are we on this earth just to receive Christ, go to church on Sundays, live comfortably? Then when we die and get to heaven, you know, with the gold streets in our own mansion and we have no more pain, right? We can't be so focused on eternity that we dismiss the fact that God put us on this earth for a specific purpose. So instead of just focusing on the rapture and the end times and leaving this earth for that better place in the sky, you know, more importantly, that should actually stir in us an urgency to make the most of every opportunity. You know, the Bible tells us in Ephesians, be careful how you live not as unwise, but as wise, and make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. So most importantly, we should focus on our assignment while on this earth. So yes, the rapture is real, and the church does need to get their hearts right and not live deceived. And yes, heaven will be a beautiful, eternal reward to those that are right with God. But if you're someone that believes that we're in the end times and, you know, and our days are numbered and Jesus is coming back soon, then what are you really doing? If anything, that should stir you up more than anybody else. You know, if you were told that you only had a month to live, wouldn't you make the most of every moment of that month? Well, we should have even a greater sense of urgency, a passion, a drive for things that are eternal, those that are broken and lost. You know, suicide rate has gone up. Addiction rate has gone up. There's an increase of violence and murders and evil. You know, we're going through a pandemic. I mean, all these things, instead of being overwhelmed by the bad news, we need to have a heart that's overwhelmed with an urgency to make Jesus known. Our ultimate goal needs to be to populate heaven and to deplete hell, to live boldly, fearless, and careless of man's opinions, because life is short and we're not promised tomorrow. And this is why, friends, I'm very intentional to pray every day that God will give me divine appointments. I stay ready for him to use me how he wants. You know, it could be at the grocery store, the bank, downtown, at work, on coffee dates. You know, wherever it is that you are, the places you go, 
They are all opportunities to make Jesus known. I'll share an example of an amazing recent divine appointment. My friend and I were just going to the grocery store to pick up some balloons for her birthday. You know, it was supposed to be in and out, a quick errand. And what happened was the manager called in a guide to go help us, you know, blow up balloons to get balloons. He came in and the very first thing that he said was, you know, this is not even my department. And then he goes to say, I'm having the worst day of my life. And we were both like, whoa, you know, and this guy, you know, he was just really going through it. He spilled some of the water from the floral department. Then he slipped. Then he started popping our balloons on accident. You know, he was really just a hot mess, honestly, you know, but I just felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to minister to him. And so I told him, I said, Jim, you are not a failure. You are loved and you're not forgotten. And then we just loved on him. You know, we comforted him. We gave him a hug and invited him to church. And before we left that day, he told us, you made my day so much better. And you could just see his whole facial expression change. He was lit up as we were leaving. And as we were walking out, I turned to my friend and told her, we weren't here for balloons. We were here for him. See, I always recognize when it's a Jesus setup, a divine appointment. I call Jesus, you know, a bait and switch Jesus, you know, he'll make you think you're going to go do one thing, but he really has a setup in mind for you to make him known and to love on the lost. But the key to being sensitive to these divine appointments and his setups, being sensitive to his voice, the key to that is you have to care. If you're so focused on your own agenda and your own plan, then you won't look to the right or to the left. And you won't be aware of those that are broken and in need. We are being surrounded constantly everywhere we go by people that need to know the love of Christ. But if we stay so focused on our own agenda, our own priorities, if we stay focused on building our own kingdom instead of making the kingdom of God our number one priority, then we will miss out on our greater purpose. We will miss out on why we were created. We will miss out on all the ways that God wants to use us and all the assignments that he has set up for us. Nothing else satisfies, friends, like being in God's perfect will for your life. You know, if you're trying to fill voids with other things, if you feel like you're unhappy and you don't know why, start asking him for divine appointments because there's nothing more fulfilling and more satisfying. So I challenge you to get rid of the excuses. You know, you might be saying, well, Leah, you're bold, you're outspoken, you're a people person. This is easy for you to do. But you know what? That's not true. Because even though I am those things, I used to live selfish. I used to be focused on my own agenda, my own life. I didn't want to have to hear people's problems or reach out to people because I was driven, focused on myself, focused on my own kingdom and my own comfort zone. I mean, I cared about people to an extent. You know, I would serve on missions trips. I would serve other people in church or my friends, you know, or people that were easy to deal with. But I wasn't sensitive every day like I am now to my surroundings. I didn't have God's heart for the broken like I do now. It wasn't until I was in a humble place where I asked God to give me His heart for people, His perspective, His eyes, His compassion that everything changed. He will give you the boldness. He will give you the divine appointments. 
And I'm telling you, you will feel so alive when you step out of fear. When you step out of fear, step out of your comfort zone to reach out and make a difference. So I encourage you, friends, to ask God every morning for divine appointments and watch Him show up in amazing ways. You know, we are meant to be the difference in this world. We are not called the blend to stay comfortable and idle. The hope we have, our salvation, our eternal assurance of heaven, is not a secret or an exclusive club that we are a part of. It's meant to be shared with everybody. Everybody is invited to join. And the dues were already paid on that cross. Jesus didn't pay for some. He paid for all. I'll never forget when God shook me and told me, Don't ever forget how much I love the one. I would move heaven and earth for the one. I would die for the one. It was such a deep revelation, and I have never been the same since. God wants us to stop focusing on building our own kingdom so we can build an eternal kingdom that is not temporary, that will not be lost, that will last forever. You know, what we have on this earth will not last. When we take our final breath, we can't take any of those things with us. But what we can take with us is the impact, the salvations, the souls that we won for His kingdom. There's nothing more fulfilling as a Jesus follower than to follow like Jesus did. And what did He do? He was constantly walking around, stopping left and right. He was constantly allowing himself to be distracted, to do his father's business. He would stop anywhere at any place. You know, he made people a priority. He didn't have to get ready. Instead, he stayed ready and he stayed expectant. And that's what he wants of us. He wants us to help people in need. So friends, I urge you to stop being consumed with the temporary things of this world, the distractions all the busyness, and get closer to Jesus, to know Him, to have His heart and His relentless love for the lost. This is our purpose. God is calling us to bring people into the light, to open blind eyes, to release prisoners from empty dark prisons. Romans tells us, how can they call on the one they have not believed in? And how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard? And how can they hear without someone preaching to them? Beautiful are the hands and feet who bring the good news. So it was interesting because I actually read a passage of the Bible. I don't know if I've ever read this before, but I felt the Holy Spirit really speak to me on this topic through this chapter. You could read along with me in Ezekiel 34. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Woe to the shepherds of Israel, who only take care of themselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You eat the curds, you clothe yourselves with the wool, and slaughter the choice animals, but you do not take care of the flock. You have not strengthened the weak, or healed the sick, or bound up the injured. You have not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. Instead, you have treated them harshly. So they were scattered because there was no shepherd. And when they were scattered, they became food for all the wild animals. 
My sheep wandered over all the mountains and on every hill. They were scattered over the whole earth, and no one searched or looked for them. Therefore, you shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As surely as I live, because my flock lacks a shepherd, and so has been plundered, and has become food for all the wild animals, and because my shepherds did not search for my flock, but cared for themselves rather than my flock. Therefore, O shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against the shepherds, and I will hold them accountable for my flock. I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so I will look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places that they were scattered. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. And then he continues with some more of the passage. But I really felt like God was saying, you know, we're so focused on our own life. You know, we're so focused on what we need to do, our own families, our own ministries, our own life, our own jobs, and staying comfortable, that we don't take the time to stop for the sheep that are lost, the sheep that are hurting, the sheep that are waiting to be rescued. Far too many Christians want to stay in their house and try to be as safe as possible, waiting for the rapture, hoping that one day it's going to get better. It's like we're waiting for God to come and rescue us. But God is looking for the church to take a stand and be willing to be His hands and feet. Revival actually starts with revival in our hearts. Once our heart starts to hurt and burn for the things of God, then everything changes. Everything flows from our heart. Friends, let me tell you, when it's all said and done, all I care about when I leave this earth and I meet Jesus face to face, all I want to hear from Him is, well done, good and faithful daughter, that I accomplished everything that He put me on this earth to do. And if you proclaim to be a Christian, this should be your desire as well. Well, friends, that wraps up today. I know this message was a bit of tough love, but I have to be obedient when God tells me to speak. So I hope that this message that's been on my heart to share with you has really encouraged you and challenged you to look at your life differently. Put your life into perspective. Are you chasing temporary things of this world? Or are you focused and passionate about eternal matters, those things that will last? Let me pray over you today, friends. Lord God, we come before you today. First of all, we just repent, Lord God, for any selfishness, you know, any way that we've tried to stay comfortable, that we haven't been sensitive to your voice, that we haven't spent time with you, that we haven't desired to have a heart like yours, Lord God, to step out of our comfort zones. I pray that you would do a deep work in us, Lord God. Lord, I pray that you would give your children a boldness, a boldness where they don't care about what anyone else thinks but you, Lord God. I pray that you would give us divine appointments every day to make you known, wherever it is, whatever it looks like, but that you would use us for your kingdom's sake, Lord God. 
We don't want to build our own kingdom that's temporary and ignore your kingdom that's eternal, Lord God. So put a new passion, a new conviction in our hearts, Lord God, for the things that matter, the things that break your heart, for the people and places we need to be, Lord God. Do something new in our hearts, Lord God. Soften our hearts. Do whatever you need to do, Jesus. Heal our hearts, whatever it is you need to do in us. Thank you for your compassion, Lord God. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for your mercies that are new every morning, Lord God. We love you, Lord, and want to be your hands and feet. In Jesus' name, amen. Make sure to sign up to get all the blog and podcast updates at leahmariecarson.com. Follow on Instagram at The Lens of Faith. Subscribe to the Lens of Faith podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Google. Remember, friends, life becomes clearer when you focus through the lens of faith. Talk to you soon. Music